Another episode of the Bears Review. I'm your host Tyler Flesh, joined by my co-host Brian Flesh. Hey there. And uh, you can obviously tell if you've listened to the last episode, the mood has changed. We are in a much better mood, aren't we? Especially me. I am in a way better mood. You are I... in a real crappy mood. I gotta say, I hardly even wanted to do the podcast with you. You were in such a crappy mood. But did it not pay off? It they did. got the the bears got they must be listening. They got the memo. They were like, We cannot disappoint this one fan that lives in northeast Indiana. We have to come through for him. I was like a make a wish child, but just old, healthy, and not in the need of a wish at all. Hey, Ty. other than that, hey, Ty, hey. I, I hate to tell you there's medicine for that. Yeah. All right. So we won. Bears we did. won. We did. It was awesome. Listen, there are so many positive things to talk about in this game. There are a couple negatives, and we will touch on that, but we won't take long because we don't want to damper this mood. This is a fantastic mood to be in. That was a game, man. <laughs> I tell you, I have watched a lot of Bear games, and this was right up there with the best of them. It was a beautiful defensive display. No one gave us a, a shot. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the talking heads were like, can this Bears defense stop this high-powered Rams offense? And I think we now know the answer. We do. We absolutely stuffed them. So let's start there. Let's start with the defense, man. Oh, it was. Let's just, go right into it. You how, Wait, how do you want to work this? Because literally everyone hit on so we can go from the front to the back, or we can go to the back to the front, I, or we can go middle back front or middle front back. Tell you what. Let's start with the big guys up front. <laughs> okay. I love the big guys up front. Listen, we have been saying it, and Bears fans know. Like, I think we're the only ones that actually watch the Bears. I think uh, NFL Network and Fox and I uh, will Fox watch. Well, maybe Howie Long doesn't watch anymore <laughs> since the son got injured. I don't know. But it feels like we're the only ones watching. We have said since day one, Khalil Mack Beast. He is worth every penny. He is not our entire team. And we proved it. We proved it last night. We absolutely did. Uh, Akeem Hicks, just he, he's, he's been a monster, a beast, a monster and beast together, combined. I don't care what, what you say. Eddie Goldman, how about him? I mean, he, he... Well, see, and he doesn't get a lot of spotlight, but man, he's always there. He's yeah. always working. He's always filling holes. He is getting, he is filling holes and not padding stats, if that makes sense. It is crucial to fill those holes, and he's doing it. And he's not getting the stats because he's doing the dirty work. Yeah. But we know how important it is. That, that big line did their job over and over and over again. They filled the gaps when they needed to fill the gaps. Uh, Gurley got what 28 yards, I think, on 11 carries. That, yeah, that was correct. That's that, absolutely that, his long was 12 yards. Okay, th this this guy's been like the running back MP MVP of the M NFL, right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it's not just running back, he was in MVP period. Yeah, so I mean, to hold, I think we kind of pulled that back though. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. I, and I'm sure, sure, right now, Tyler, there's a lot of people in fantasy football going. Uh, 
I had Gurley. Oh, I just the, needed a handful what of about, points, and guess what? I didn't get them. Any Rams offensive players they had, they're shit in a brick right now because they didn't do anything. <laughs> but people who had the Bears defense are like, I just won oh, my league. I, I had I had them in the league. I I had over twenty points from that defense. But if you know if you didn't have them in the league, then I mean, yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, too bad for you. But if you did have them and still lost, you might want to reconsider playing fantasy football. Yeah, but enough fantasy talk. That's not what we do here. We're talking about the big guys. We're talking about the actual fantasy that happened on the field because it was a fantasy. We both had this game as a loss. We did early on in early our predictions. On in the season. Yeah. And I'm happy to say we were wrong. We were very wrong. We were very wrong indeed. We came out. We played absolute fire. Jared Goff was 20 for 44, 180 yards, four interceptions. He was, I mean, he had a quarterback rating of 19.1. It was his worst game as a pro ever. He averaged 4.1 yards. Oh, man. You know, I thought he played like crap, but now that I've heard those statistics from your mouth right now, he played worse than crap. Yeah, it was bad. Now let's let's do talk about though the this this offensive line. We we got to him, we sacked him three times that game. Hicks got one, Matt got one, and Eddie Goldman got the big one. Yeah. Eddie Goldman got the safety. I mean, what has this Bears defense? Not, that not that everything in a season? Oh. the t- I mean, we've had the scooping scores on the fumbles. We've had the interceptions. We've had everything. What I like about this defense and how they played here tonight. All right, you, really, last night. Yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm thinking today, Sunday still. I'm still in the moment. How they played last night, you literally felt like there wasn't one guy that was the star. The whole entire team was quiet, but in a good way. And when I mean quiet, every single person was making so many plays. There was no one standout. No. And that is a complete defense. Yeah. I tell you what, if if you love defensive football, this would have been the game to really teach youngsters of how to play because they played as one unit one solid unit together, playing in sync, covering gaps, doing everything they needed to do. It, it, it was it was really a thing of beauty to watch, and well, uh, it really was. I mean, yeah. It, but isn't it weird though? Because like, if you're watching that game, you're sitting here like Floyd. We well, I want to talk about him after this. We sat here and we kind of said, you know, Khalil's getting pressure. He's getting double teamed. He, but, yeah, he's not really doing nothing. All of a sudden, boom, Khalil Mack, he does that. Sa- it is becoming almost a signature staple move where he gets around the tackle and he just he times the throw perfectly. So when, the, when Jared Goff reached his arm back, Khalil just stuck out. All he did is st- stuck out his arm, swiped the ball, strip, sack, fumble. Yep. A yeah. strip sack. Yeah. Yeah. We, it, now, we didn't, we didn't recover. But I mean, I'm telling you what he he was putting on pressure. Hakeem Hicks had a monster game. Goldman had a monster game. I want to talk about Floyd, who didn't really get very many stats, but man, was he playing hard! Oh, I tell you what, he was putting all kinds of pressure. He was rushing inside. He was rushing outside. 
even though he didn't get to golf, I believe a lot of Goff's passes and a lot of his decision-making were really interrupted by what Floyd did. For sure. And Chris Collinsworth brought this point up. How big was it that he had that broken arm in the beginning of the season? Because he is a totally different player. Yeah. You called him out in the beginning of the season. I did because I, I really, you know, and once again, I'm I'm not a professional football player. I'm just a regular guy watching football who loves who loves the Chicago Bears. If you were a professional football player, we'd be getting a lot more views or listens. Well, well I I know. Should should I start that over again? And yeah, tell, you know what? Tell everyone how I'm a professional football. Time out. Let me start all that over again. I was a professional football player. No, me. I mean like start your career now. Oh, start my career now. Yeah. I think it's a little too late, don't you? I don't know. Mark Wahlberg would probably star in the remake of the movie. Well, yeah, he he does he does all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, but anyway, going going back to it. You know, at the beginning of the year, I was really tough on Floyd, right? Really tough on him. I just thought he wasn't playing good ball. I I got to give him kudos, man. I got to give him credit. He's he's really stepped up. I don't know if it was the the the, the broken arm or hand. It was not the arm. It was the broken hand. Um, and he has really come along. He really has, and there was a scare in the game. I thought he hyperextended his oh, knee. I did too. He crawled off the field, and then he didn't go back to the locker room. He looked at treatment. He, you know, like it's not like a concussion. So a concussion, they have to go see a person. They take their helmet. He just started like high stepping mm-hmm. on the line and I'm like, oh, is he gonna be able to go to go? And then back sure enough. And then he was making plays again. Yeah. He was in the backfield. He was very that whole defensive line was so disruptive. It 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 laid the blueprint on how to beat the Rams. Now I want to talk about this. Everyone, before we move on to anything else, I do not think and I think <clears throat> as Matt Nagy said he gave the game ball to the fans, and he gave it to the city of Chicago and the fans. So congratulations, everybody. We have our first game ball of the year. With saying that, everyone on everyone on all the major networks, ESPN, NFL Network, all of them, all they kept talking about was, well, it was pretty cold. It was not cold. 24 degrees with no wind in Chicago is not cold in December. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to be cold. Go to Chicago the end of January, the 1st of February, when there are 20 and 30 mile hour winds blowing off Lake Michigan. Well, you want to be cold, you try to, that. But it gets cold in December, too. It just wasn't cold that night. So I don't care that he's from California. That doesn't... If Listen, here's the thing. I walked up and watched a game once when it was about negative 19 wind chill, okay? Now, I watched that game. When I was walking up to the game... I was sweating. I, I almost started to sweat. I was like, oh, shit, I put on too much clothing, you know. But when I sat down and you're sitting, I froze my butt off, okay, because you're sitting. Those players are out there moving, okay. I don't want to hear that it was too cold. That's not what happened to Jared Goff. Well, I'll tell you right now what happened to Jared Goff. The defense happened to Jared Goff. I don't care if we play that in 90-degree weather. I don't care if it's perfect conditions. Our crowd was in it. They were pushing on the players. The defense was impeccable. They were amazing. That's what happened to Jared Goff and the Rams. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. He was like he was a deer in the headlights. If you looked at his his eyes, 
He didn't know what direction to look at. He wasn't checking down to his receivers. He's throwing the ball early. He couldn't wait to get rid of that football. And and I tell you what, I, I, I think that front defensive line set everything up for the rest of the team, just like setting the table. They really did. I mean, that, that's what you want, though. That's, that's just the Bears. That's what any team in the National Football League wants and does. If you want to be successful, starts, it starts in the trenches, both sides of the ball. What would you think of our linebacking crew? Yeah, I, don't, I was going to get to that. Um, the thing is, I was going to see, I'm looking right now. How many times did I wanted to talk about that? How many times did we hit him? Do you know? I'm not sure. Uh, we hit. Okay, here it is. Yeah, we hit. This is what I want to talk about. We hit him eight times. Eight times. Floyd once. Goldman once. Mac twice. Hicks once. Um, Manus once. Uh, I mean, everyone was everywhere. Eight times. We hit him eight times. So he took eight hits, three sacks. He's flustered at that point. Oh, beyond we were doing a, flustered. We were doing a great job. So, yeah, um, let's move out to our linebacker and crew. I want to start with this by saying this. I will shit a brick if Roquan Smith does not win defensive rookie of the year. This guy, he is no rookie out there, man. Yeah. he No rookie. He, he flies, doesn't he? He's everywhere. And and I tell you what, he's putting himself in better and better positions. What about the first interception that he had? That that was But that was Khalil. That was that was Khalil and that was also him positioning himself very very well on that play. Yeah, but it was also, I mean, when you Mac really played well this game. And it's crazy because we're not talking to him as much because it was kind of a down game from him, but it really, to anyone else, that would have been a spectacular (laughs) game. It's just you hold him to such higher standards. Yeah. He pushed him. He pushed the uh, 77, I forget his name. Was that Whitworth? Whitworth, yeah. And pushed him back. He stepped on Jared Goff's foot when he went to throw, and then he kind of wounded Duck up to Roquan Smith. Smith played lights out that game. I mean, he's just, he's always leading in tackles usually. I mean, he was just, he was just there, man. I don't know how else to say it. Like, he had six, okay, he had six tackles, four solos, uh, and one interception. Hey, and I I, I agree, he had a great game, but I also want to say that Trevathan had a very, very solid game, too. I mean, he is... He he's just he's doing a Bill Belichick. He's doing his job, right? Look, he's doing and, his job. And you know what? If you want to talk about him, those two and how they playing, their stats aren't really there. He only had two tackles. Trevathan did the whole game. But again, like we talked about, Eddie Goldman, he was way more than that. He is covering the field. And when those big dogs, when when they get to eat and they flush to the cornerback, you know how much easier it makes them linebackers' job. They get to float around. They get to go inside, outside. You, you, and I just want to – Trevathan's speed is very underestimated. He was flying around that field. He wasn't always making the tackle, but he was always there. Yeah. We always had six guys yeah. there. Yeah. And see, here's the deal. When you got those big dogs coming at you and you look down and Trevathan and Roquan have your second or third guy covered – 
that matters. It yeah, matters you, a whole lot. But, but the problem is, too, I don't think golf could get to second yeah. third progressions. I, I, maybe second. I don't think he ever got to the third progression I mean, it for was the whole game. Lights out. Yeah. Um. Then, you Speaking know. Speaking of lights out. <laughs> I, I don't know where you were going. Oh, then. come on. Lights out. Our corners and safeties. Oh, our corners. Oh, my gosh. But they played lights out all game. But what I was going to say, I was going to finish up with the linebackers. What I was going to say is with these linebackers, though, it's just it's very impressive how we're scheming them. Like, don't forget, technically, Khalil and Floyd are linebackers. Either, and the way that they we were bringing different blitz packages and then we would spread those guys out, like, it was really starting to confuse him. Golf, that, that's who I'm talking about, like... Because, okay, when we first got Roquan out of Georgia, the whole thing was to put him on the other side, right, to rush the passer. He was supposed to be, and then we get Khalil. And now I'm like, okay, does, you know, I didn't know much. I'll be on the first to admit, I didn't know much about Roquan. He is fitting in as a, he he's just like almost like a middle outside linebacker in a 4-3. I know we run a 3-4. That's what he reminds me of. Getting the freedom to run around. He's covering decently. I think he still needs to work on that. But all in all, man, <laughs> that kid is if wouldn't you be shocked if he does not win rookie of the year? I would I would absolutely be shocked. Who who else is defensive rookie of the year? I can't even think of another player. And I'm probably being biased, but <laughs> this is the Bears review. So Roquan <laughs> Smith. Yeah. We're both voting for him. Um, God, man. Let's go to that secondary. Four interceptions, career high for Jared Goff, and everyone got a piece of that pie. Yeah, they surely did. And they got a piece of that pie exactly when we needed it. Um, uh, it was just amazing. I, I, I thought the interception um, by Kyle Fuller was just so well, let's, so incredibly important. Let's set that up. So yeah. what happened is we kind of, you know, we were going downfield. Trubisky overthrew and gets picked off. They run it back. They were at the, our own 20, something like that. Yeah, it was like uh, maybe they, 25, 30. But the it, point yeah, is yeah. they're already in field goal range. Exactly. One play in, boom, fuller pick. That was huge. Yeah, that could have been... And at that point in time, if you think um, it was, um, uh, if they scored, it was going to be 13-15. You know, that's assuming they don't go for a two-pointer. So that puts the game-winning points within field goal range. And Kyle Fuller picking that off just turned the entire atmosphere of the game, turned completely around. It was yeah. it was incredible. It really did. Let's... Let... I don't at this point I'm speechless. I don't know how anyone else is not on our level, but so we already talked about Roquan's pick. We talked about Fuller's pick. Let's talk about the guy that picked the first pick. Eddie Jackson. Eddie <laughs> Jackson is just that guy is he's just around the ball 24/7. He's a ball hawk. I mean, to have him and he was getting fired up. That crowd, I mean, you want to talk about a 12th man 
I, I it's been a while since we've seen Soldier Field rock like that. Yeah, it was that a, was unreal. That, that was amazing. Hats man. off to all the people in Soldier Field. Absolutely, that night. great job, great great job. They knew how to be quiet when they needed to be quiet on offense, but when it came to defense, they were rocking and rolling. And then the end of the game, the one that really sealed the deal, Prince of Mukamara. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, and that was an overthrow by Goff, right? Yeah. Uh, underthrow, I think. No, no, he was the the guy was cutting to the sideline, and he overthrew him, and Amukamura came came underneath it. <laughs> Amukamura, 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 Amukamura. It's close, but yeah, I I think overall though, I think. Uh, I mean, God, let's talk about McManus, though. Prince of Mukamara did get hurt. Or no, Callahan, sorry. Callahan got hurt. Callahan? Callahan. 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 I was like, who the hell is Callahan? We get this, we get, where did he come from? He's, he's close to that leprechaun. Yeah, so Callahan gets hurt, and he's our nickel corner, and that really hurt us. It did. The, really, well, so we thought. We we thought because McMahon, he'd been playing so well. But, man, do you want to talk about next man up? Yeah. Hello, McManus. Well, it was one or two plays after Callahan went out that he went, came in to the game, and I believe it was third and a couple yards to go, and he blitzed in there and stopped that run and literally kept them from getting that first down. That was, that was a great play. You want to know who uh, led our team in tackles? Uh, let me know. McManus. No way. He led way. with seven tackles, six solo. Oh. so He didn't even play the whole game. He played. That's how good he came in and played. Wow. I mean, that, that, was, a, that was nuts. That was nuts. That. Um, got anything else on the defense? Well, I mean. Yeah, I. I Listen, I have I have one thing to say about our defense. They were just great. And I have one thing to say to the, some of the talking heads out there that have been saying that if this game were played in L.A. instead oh, of man. cold Chicago, that somehow our defense forgets. I, apparently, if it, these people think that if a defense flies across the country and plays in 40-degree warmer weather— that somehow we don't know how to play defense at that point in time, that we just forget what we're doing. I have had it with that kind of talk. Listen, we'll, we might be seeing the Rams again, and most likely we will be seeing if, them in if, L.A. If we remain the third seed, there is a high probability that we will see them again. And I bet anyone out there that when we go to L.A., that we won't forget to play defense. I'm with you one step at a time. I know, I know your, where your passion's coming from, but L.A. seems so far away it right does, now. It does, it does. All right. I just wanted to state that one one issue because it was really bugging me. All right. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball. We will keep this one short and sweet. You can go first. Sum up, Trubisky. Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Well, that's, I mean, a little more in depth, please. Uh, well, uh, I believe that he had a pass rating of about 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%. 30%.
33.1. Yeah. And uh, that's that's one question of the day, Tyler, uh, that we're going to look up later on is when's the last time we won with a quarterback who had that kind of quarterback rating? I, I want to know in the National Football League when someone's won. I mean, well, you know, the Ravens did have Trent Delfer for a long time, so he probably has a couple games under 30. But we'll have to look it up. Or, I mean, that, that that's a stat that we'd have to really dig at. But I'm going to sum up Trubisky real quick. Um, man, my doubts are still there from the beginning. I mean, the overthrows and everyone's like, well, he's been out for two weeks. Okay, sure. Quarterbacks, you got to learn. You, you, I mean, they're simple throws. They're not, he's not forcing the ball. He's just not making good throws. I say personally, I don't think he's a quarterback of the future. I'm going to say it right now. I think he's going to break our hearts along the way and we might be wasting a good defense, but I don't want to be super negative. So let's see if the uh, maybe our cliche can hold true. Yeah, and defense will win us a championship. Maybe I got a riddle for you. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. What does Trent Dilfer, Blake Bortles, and Trubisky all have in common? I don't know. A very good defense. Well, Blake Bortles did last year. <laughs> I see what you're saying. This isn't really a riddle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just go with the flow, man. I am. The flow was dead. You just killed the flow. (laughs) There was a flow to this and then died off of a made-up riddle halfway through. Hey, listen. So, real quick, let's move on. Do you think, yes or no, quarterback of the future? Uh, Maybe. So, you still think he needs time? I think he needs time. How much time? I say we give him till the end of the year. End of this year, end of next year? End of this year. So not even the end of next year? Not even the end of next year. Okay, what if he does... What What, what does he have to do in your eyes to get a new contract? What he has to do is show me in the remaining games, plus the any playoff games that we're in, that he is going to throw the ball accurately and that he's going to read his progressions down the line, I need to see those two things, and I need to see them consistently. I agree. I think we'll keep him next year. I think after next year, if he doesn't show good promise, we have to let him go. Now, here's here's the problem, though. Well, hold on. Go ahead. Well, the problem is this. That's what we think. But here's the deal. I, I think Pace is all in on him, and I think Nagy's all in on him. Well, you don't know that. They're not going to tell us. They're not going to tell the media what they really think. They're just not. If he does not show progression, Negi will let him go. I guarantee it. I certainly why would hope you tie, so. Why would you tie your future to that? We've already talked about this. You're not going to tie your future to someone. You know, you're taking money off someone else's table. Hey, Got to remember though, it Trubisky is Pace's boy, not Negi's boy. That's what I just said. And Pace is going to want to show he's going to want to hang with him a lot longer than a year. But he will have the option if Nagy steps up. Listen, this is not what I wanted to do this podcast. I did not want to go down this route. I said make it short and sweet, and you turn it into long and complicated. We're moving on. We're done. (laughs) We got way too negative. I wanted to stay positive. Listen, let's go to the positive sides of our offense. All right. It no, is. The, <laughs> that no. was your cue. 
Listen, the positive side of the offense, Jordan Howard, fantastic job. Very quiet, they, 100 very, yards. A very quiet, but a hundred, little over what 101 yards. Uh, Tarek Cohen, um, Tariq, Tariq Cohen. He also had um, a, a great game. Uh, both of them, I thought, did a very, very good job, and uh, uh, I think they really carried the team. I, I agree with you on all of that. Um, not going to argue a single point. I, I think one player who stands out, who needs our whole offensive line. Let's start. I want to start with that. Did a great job. Top to bottom. I want to start with the rookie, James Daniels. This kid, I appreciate Nagy giving us the game ball. This kid shut down. He didn't do it all by himself, but he shut down Aaron Donald. He is a rookie. He is 21 years old. He is out of Iowa. He is 6'4". 295 pounds. Holy cow, man. Yeah. What a performance. Yeah. That was huge. He shut down Donald. Donald didn't have a sack. Donald didn't have didn't Donald didn't make a play. He was taken completely out of that game. Yeah, he was. And 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 to be fair to to Donald too is Daniels wasn't doing alone but they had uh, double teams on him pretty pretty frequently throughout Pretty the frequently, game. but he's a rookie. Yeah. Like, you think, like, think about the Rams. Do you not think they were licking their chops? We got a rookie going up against Aaron Donald. Yep. Don't matter about a double team. You still got a block. He stayed focused. He locked in. He said that the way he got prepared for Aaron Donald was to stay fundamentally sound. And what he meant by that is he goes, every single step, I have to think about my fundamentals and keep them. And boy, did he ever. Now, look. I want to bring something up. I think Aaron Donald is awesome. I think he's an amazing player and an amazing athlete. I kind of want to give the, I, I think it's hard to say right now between who's better, him or Khalil Mack. I don't want to do that. What I do want to do is I want to talk about – I want to give the Rams a little love here, and I'm going to be completely honest. A Dominic Sue is garbage. And I know that I just said I was going to give him love and I just shit on one of their players – if, please, hey, please don't give me any love tonight. <laughs> if Aaron Donald played for any other team that knew how to surround, he has no one. Who else does he have on that defensive line? You look at the Bears line. Khalil's doing what he's doing because people are finally realizing, God, we can't double team him the whole time. He has seen more one-on-ones than Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is getting screwed over because the only – I mean, they picked up flower – oh, excuse me, flowers from Jacksonville in the train – He's okay, but, like, they keep going, oh, they got the big boys up top. They got a pro bowler and a Dominic and Sue. No, a Dominic and Sue got paid, and then he just took his NFL career off. Yeah. Prove me wrong. No, Because no. he's worthless. No. He was a beast. I'm glad he was gone. It ticks me off because he was really good in Detroit. He's not good now. And Aaron Donald is, is really, really good, but he needs help. He needs help. Don't give it to him. But I'm just saying, yeah. I, I don't want to cra- – I'm not yeah. crapping on the Rams. I'm trying to show some love to Aaron Donald. But, man, Dominic Sue is garbage. Yeah. I always thought – I thought also Whitworth had, had a very good game, came in, uh, played played very, very well. Um, that, that whole offensive line, I think, very much did their, their, their job um, to, to walk out of there and, and – 
Trubisky, you said Trubisky didn't get sacked. I thought he not did. by. I said not by Donald. Yeah, he got. He did get sacked, um, but not by Donald. Right. Yeah, that's why I said Donald didn't get the sack. <laughs> Glad. Sometimes, man, I feel. I feel like you're just focused on your next line, and it's like we're not even communicating in the same room. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Yeah, I. I don't know how many. I know Donald didn't. He, Donald didn't even really get much pressure. I mean, hats off to that offensive line. That was, I, I mean, like I said, you want to talk about it though. We talked about it in the beginning. Trenches, trenches won us that damn game. Yeah, we were defensive and offensive line. It was is is beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. When when your quarterback can play that crappy and you can come out and win, I mean. I, I just stump. It, it just it's a great feeling, man. It really is. There's nothing quite like it. Hopefully, um, I think we can say it now, right? We're we're going to the playoffs. Uh, uh, playoffs? I mean, I'm pretty playoffs. I'm pretty sure, Jim Mora, we're going to the playoffs. I am pretty positive. Do you disagree? No, I I don't disagree. I I I think we're are well on our way. I just. You know, it's hard for me to say playoffs in a regular voice because I don't want to jinx us, but I do believe that we We'd have are, to really shit the bed yeah, to jinx us. We, we, we would. We would. But I do believe we are on that kind of trajectory um, to get to the playoffs. Uh, a few more things have to happen. Well, you gotta, I know. Well, um, now we're recording on a Monday night, and the Seahawks played the— uh, Vikings, so we need the Seahawks to win. Otherwise known as the Skull Brothers. Yeah, so we need the Vikings to lose. But think about it right now, man. We have we hold power over the Vikings. We we won. We beat them once. They have a tie on their record. We do not. Mm-hmm. They um the Seahawks, we've already beat them. I I don't I don't see I mean, here's the thing. I don't see it happening. I think we get in. I, I don't see us not getting in. Yeah. And if we don't get in, because we're going to end with a winning record. Oh, absolutely. Last I mean, night's it's all, win yeah, guaranteed, guaranteed that. It. So, you know, the worst we can do is 9-8. and eight. Don't even say those words. I'm just saying. I'm being realistic here. Um. So, I don't know. I think we're all right. I'm yeah. going to say it. I think we're going to play. I know we're going to the playoffs. Yeah, just what seed where we get? We're gonna play a wild card game no matter matter what. Hopefully we win the division though. Excuse me, I burped there. Hopefully we win the uh, division and uh, we get the home field, one home field, and then yeah. we go from there. Yeah, I'd like to get the the division win. That gives us a a, a week rest up. Get get any kind of. It doesn't give us a week. D- don't you get a? Don't you get a? No, that's top two seeds, buddy. Oh, that's right. Top that's two right. seeds, and that's then right. we're gonna host a wild card. So game. it's been so long since we have been in the playoffs that I have forgotten how that goes. Yeah, eight years. All right, let's move on and let's. Uh, that was a good. That was a wrap up on the Rams. Uh, let's dive into uh, a game we have to win, man. We play the Packers at home. I want revenge. Oh, I do too. I got a question for you. They keep saying that the Packers are they're still in the hunt. How are the Packers still in the hunt? Well, they're they're five six and one, right? Five seven and one. Are they five seven and one? Okay, that would yes, because that would be week fourteen. So how 
how are they still in? I have no idea, but they're saying they are still in the hunt. So if five, they, seven, one. So I guess if sense. they won four games in a row, three. They only have, there's only three yeah, left. Three, excuse me, three games in a row. How that doesn't even add up. So um, they go Bears, Jets, Lions. Question: Why would you even like this? Was what let Let's break this down. The Packers keep claiming Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Well, then why is he playing? You know, your season's done. You're not getting in at five, seven, and one. You're not. I mean, if you look at the other standings, they're they're not getting in, but they'll, they'll play him to the end because that's just the way they do. Yeah, I, I, I want to see us come out with vengeance, angry vengeance. I mean, look at this. Packers. Can I can I just say this? Okay, I I, I just want to bring this up. Listen to the Packers. Minnesota's ahead of them. These are all the teams ahead of the Packers: Saints, Rams, Bears, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings, Panthers, <laughs> Eagles, Washington. Then here we go, Green Bay. You know, you know why they say they're still in the hunt? Let's be honest about it. Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. That's why they say they're still in the hunt. They can win three more. I know. I know. They win three more games. They're 8-7-1. and one. They are not getting in with 8-7-1. and one. There's no way. And I think they'll be 6-8-1. and one. Take that. There you go. Let's talk about keys to the game. What do you think we have to do to beat them this time? Because we we really let them slide with one in Lambeau. Okay. On on the offensive side of the ball, we've got to keep the pedal to the metal. And by that, when we get the lead, we just can't play it safe. We have to keep throwing the ball. We just cannot go into this run mode. We have to keep throwing the ball. We have to keep being um, aggressive in, in our play calling. So that's what we have to do on offense. Defense. We just have to be ourselves, all right? We have to play like we played against the Rams, and we have to sack Aaron Rodgers, and we have to keep him in the pocket. He loves to make plays, rolling out, getting out of the pocket. You keep him in the pocket, and you have a much better chance at, at beating him. we got to rush him up the middle, too. Yeah. Close in that pocket on him, and I, I, I'm with you. Don't let him roll out. Don't let him have time. I am... I think we should blitz him, too. I don't think we should just keep doing this four-man rush. Let's blitz him. Let's mix things up. Let's beat him. I think this game is a um, – this has to be a Trubisky bounce-back game. It's it has be. to. If he can't do it now, that de- that defense is not good. Yeah. We should be able to carve them up. We're at home now. Okay? They, they want to play spoiler to us bad. They really, really do. They want to spoil it so that we have to go out there – and end up beating the 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 49ers and then the Vikings. We can't let that happen. So we need to stay very strong and we need to get go out there and get that win. I agree. Um that's it for the Packers. Before we leave, we we dropped the ball, man. We both weren't even thinking of this. Cause we got on that Trubisky negative side. We gotta talk about the touchdown. Oh, Yes. <laughs> we totally, yes. We, the the Santa sleigh call. Yeah. Go ahead and break it so, down. So here, this this was a thing of beauty. Uh, basically, uh, we are what on the three or four yard line, 
And um, I think we were on the one. Are we on the one? Okay. And and anyway, it's 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 first and goal, and we have a big man in the backfield. Which and one wasn't it? Akeem? No, we had like. We brought in defensive linemen. We had five uh, five linemen declare themselves eligible right, receivers. Right. right. Yeah. And and but we had a big guy in the backfield also. Akeem along, Hicks. A, along with that, Akeem Hicks. And, and and if you remember, Hakeem carried the ball in against the uh, the uh, oh my gosh, Giants. Giants, right. So so basically as soon as they saw Akeem Hicks lined up in the backfield, I think this was this was the brilliant part of it. They're thinking, run, run, well, run now, all the way. Now you got to give them the setup too. So the setup, we stacked. <laughs> Two guys came like I don't know how to describe this other than they had the line set up. They had the tight end that was a line. Everyone was a lineman. Mm-hmm. So then they have two other bigger linemen come up behind the other linemen. So that you have the initial offensive line, and then two other offensive linemen get stacked up behind him. And then Hakeem Hicks is offset to the back behind him. So the play was called what again? Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh. They faked the handoff, and Hakeem sold it well. Oh, yeah. He made it look like he was a runner. He bent over and everything. And then number, then I think he's number 79, Soul. Bradley Soul. Bradley Soul just came out, and he he caught it. I mean, it was insane. It it was. And and, he was wide open. Yeah. And, 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 People were just, the fans were just going nuts, right? I mean, it was the fake to the big man and the throw to the big man. And it was just, uh, Bradley Soul, by the way, is six foot four, six foot five. I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah. May, may even be taller than that. So um, it was it was just a really amazing play. Threw it, threw it way up over the, the defender's head. He caught it, grabbed it. How smart was it too that Nagy put in a play with five defensive linemen? Yeah, yeah. that are not defensive linemen. Five linemen reported eligible to catch the play. Right. They've probably been doing that a lot, and the defense is probably just like, Pfft. yeah, we're you not going to pay attention. They're just to half doing these that guys, right? to fake us out. But you know, now the element you have is you have Hicks. <coughs> <coughs> Holy cow. I was talking too much. <laughs> you have Hicks in the backfield. And now you have the threat of you can basically what I'm trying to say is you have the threat of a run, a pass, no matter what the the, the players on the field are, no matter what the personnel on the field is. You never know what's happening now. Everything's still wide open. Yeah. They telegraphed a run and did a pass. They telegraphed a pass and did a run. I mean, there's so much window dressing. It's going to get people thinking, and it only has for them to think, run one time for it to be a pass. And and you got to give Nagy once again an A plus for creativity, right? A, a, all around play calling, everything. He did everything great. Our offense wasn't there. We already talked about that. Don't believe it was his fault. Hey, and and we can't finish this up with giving a shout out to our defensive coordinator. What what job did he do in terms of play calling? Vic I mean, Flangio. You, yeah, you could you could tell that Fangio. He, Fangio. You could tell that he was literally calling out those plays and 
putting us in the exact formation, defensive formation that we could um, take advantage of. Yeah. And it was it was incredible. Incredible job by him. Incredible job by the entire defensive team. It was a beautiful thing to watch. It All right, was. let's let's finish it up. Let's end this. All right. You got anything else you want to say? Nothing else. All right, let's go and beat the Packers. Let's hope to God the Seahawks win tonight. If the Seahawks win, all we need to do, guys, is beat the Packers, and we will be NFC North champs, and that will secure a playoff home game. So let's go ahead and do that. Remember, bear down. Bear down.